Hello, welcome back to Professional Messmakers. I am Brother Brooks. Woo, what a mess we got on our hands. It's like we're living in the modern day Egypt. We got fires on the west coast with embers and smoke being seen and felt over on the east coast. We got three tropical storms in one week and one of them even forming the Bermuda Triangle and not making landfall to go hits Long Island, New York. Um, we got a pan the pandemic still going on and you know we have a bunch of controversy about that and how to handle it and deal with it you know and um you know and we have a major drought out west as well you know we have um the colorado river is drying up and you know it provides water to a lot of uh a lot of cities out west and uh the colorado river runs into the hoover dam and lake mead and also to the grand canyon <laughs> if nothing else is telling uh there's a huge fire burning in Siberia of all places. Um, I almost feel like go grabbing a couple of sheeps or calves and, you know, for slaughter, placing on the altar and put some blood over my doorstep. Uh, you know, but in, yeah, we are dealing with a lot in this world lately and physically, emotionally, spiritually, politically. And let's, we're going to dig into some of that today. And we're going to look at the age old concept of our rights versus being right. Let's see what God has for us today. Well, when David went to fight face Goliath, and the, you know, he obtained the right to wear the very best equipment in the world. King Saul took off his armor to hand it over to David, and David tried it on. And as he prepared to go out and face Goliath, and he soon found himself being very uncomfortable. He, he couldn't take on Goliath like this. Although this pseudo armor was the finest protection known to man. It hindered David in this circumstance. You know, David as a shepherd had faced lions and tigers and bears. He needed no such thing when he was facing them, and he led all of them to their deaths. David disrobed himself of the armament and picked up what worked best for him, which were the slings and the rocks. In other words, David made a choice. And as a, in our Christian walk, we have the right to make choices. God doesn't force himself on us. He permits us to make those choices, just as the United States Constitution gives us rights and choices and prevents other people from forcing rules and laws upon us. However, having a choice or a right does not mean that exercising it is the right thing to do. Um, this flesh that we live in, it, it seeks to be satisfied. That means it lusts, it covets, it envies, it longs to be quenched, but it never really is. That's why we have to die daily. The good news of this is that the desires of this flesh has been overcome by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In Jeremiah, the 22nd chapter, third verse, the Lord says, I command you to do what is right and what is just. Doing what is right requires that we die daily to our sins and our desires. And this right here, this is hard. It's hard, especially while living in this flesh. And it takes commitment. It takes awareness. And it takes discipline. And even then, the best among us will fail some days. For we all fall short of God's glory. But according to Matthew, the fifth chapter, the sixth verse, blessed are those that thirst and hunger for righteousness for they shall be filled god calls on us to do what is right not what we have the right to do and don't be confused god isn't a dictator or a tyrant tyrant even though he is all-knowing and omnipresent he doesn't have a problem with authority he even tells others when they try to trick him 
in Mark, the 12th chapter, 17th verse, Jesus says that they should give to what what Caesar, what is Caesar, give to Caesar. And what is God, give to God. But here, what is right to us, we're to help the widows, we're to help the children, we're to help the homeless, we're to treat each other kindly, we're to love the Lord with all of our heart and our neighbors as we love ourselves. As, as stated in Mark, the 12th chapter, 29th through 30th verse. This is hard stuff, but it's easy to go to work. It's easy to come home. It's easy to take a shower, sit out back on your deck and mind your business. But that is not what we're called to do. We're called to go forth and transform the world by making disciples. So let's pose this question. Whether you, would you rather be right with God or right with man? In the book of Acts, the fifth chapter, Peter states that we're not to obey people, but we're to obey God. And now this flesh is something else. It'll tell us to obey it. It's fickle. And not only does it hinder us, but it will, it will lead us to hinder others as well. And the thing that we Christians must learn to do, as John Wesley stated, is to do no harm. Even if we have to dust off our sandals and move on to another topic or situations, because people don't want to hear what we have to say, we're to do no harm, but we're to present the word because we never know when God through the word is working in someone. That's something we can't ever determine when God is working in someone else. But we are, we are commanded to do what is right, which means we're to be the light to others. As Matthew five states, we are to encourage others. We're to share God's word with others and God will work from there. We have the right to be quiet. We have the right to sit on the sideline and watch. We have the right not to participate. It is known as free will. But Jesus clearly states in Matthew, the 10th chapter, the 33rd verse. If you deny me before men, then I will deny you before my father in heaven. With that being said, we should feel compelled to follow his commandments and do the right thing and be theirs for others to share our time our talents, and our treasures for God's glory, God's glory. At this point in time, I want to I wanna just lead us in prayer. Something I really haven't done thus far um, in the podcast, but I feel it's appropriate at this time that, you know, we break off from, you know, the, the speech and what God has put on my heart. And we just take a moment to pray for all who hear the sound of my voice. God, the Father, we come to you humbly, thanking you for your grace, for your mercy, for your protection, and for your blessings. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who was a living sacrifice for us, for our sins. We thank you for loving us despite our faults. We thank you for, despite knowing every sin that we would ever commit, you forgave us in advance. You love us in spite of, and you've given us a flock, and you made us part of a flock. And we ask that you continue to bless us, keep us, hold us. And God, may you bless those that we love and those who love us, especially in these trying times. Please encourage, please send a word, an angel, an uplifting spirit, just a gift from you, God, to anyone who hears the sound of my voice on this very day. May their day be blessed. May they feel the love of your presence and the light of your word. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, guys, once again, this is Brother Brooks. This is Professional Messmakers. And today, we just took a moment to talk about our rights versus being right. 
The two are not the same, but both are important. And it's important that we have a balance of the two. As we live in this world, please seek to do what's right, to be a blessing, and to love others. As I end, as always, be you, do you, stay you. Take care.